like I've been through some things that have really like make me believe in people. <laughs> I thought you need to tell everybody else they can achieve their dreams because I didn't know I could achieve mine. Welcome to the 8-Minute Millionaire. Where you will learn how to think, act like, and become a millionaire. Transforming your life in 8 short minutes a day are your millionaire mentors. Justin and Tara Williams. Please, do we really have to put that out there? <laughs> I Look, I just listened to it, and I'm telling you, like, people... People are going to relate. Like, you might feel like they're not going to, but they need to hear this. Like, it was, I think it was really powerful. Well, this is like my deep, dark, nitty gritty. Well, not really dark, just, <laughs> just pathetic. <laughs> yeah, but that's how people are. No one talks about it. Like, I don't know. After the podcast that came out today, um, that was the most in deep we've ever got. That was the most vulnerable you ever got. And what kind of response do you get? A great response because people get it, they, they relate. And it's only been a few hours yep. and you've already helped. And I think we can put it out there because everybody goes through it, but they... All right. Well, can we at least give them a precursor? Yes, we can <laughs> give them a precursor. You can, an explanation you can apologize of the ramblings? at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Do you want me to explain or do you want... Well, yeah, you can talk when you got home last night. So I got home yesterday from my mastermind meeting and um, Tara, I, I felt like something was off, but I wasn't totally sure. And then that night, when we were going to bed, I started, as I do, I rambled. Oh, I guess what happened? Start up with the kids a bit. And then, like, it was interesting. Like, I could tell something was off with you. And Sometimes I'm not a very good actress, mostly. I'm, I'm able to read. I'm pretty horrible. <laughs> I talk a lot more than Tara, but her vibe, I'm able to read her vibe pretty good. These yeah, days. you're good. So, um... I could just tell something was wrong, and I asked you what was wrong, and you just started breaking down, and you were basically ready to throw in the towel. You're, I thought you were going to throw in the towel. I thought you were going to say, I'm, I'm done, I'm done with business, I'm not going to do it anymore. I didn't want to throw in the towel, I just didn't know if I was I, I good thought, enough from to my even hold the towel. From my perspective, <laughs> that's what I thought at first. Yeah. Because you started talking at first about the kids, and like, well, how you're busy, and you don't have too much going on, and... But then it was like the craziest thing. You just kept talking about all these different things. And I was just, anyway, we haven't recorded. So we'll, we're going to let you guys listen to it. Um, Tara was in charge of editing this. And she came back to me and she's like, this is going to take way too long to edit. Let's, let's just, not do it. <laughs> let, no, you just wanted to talk, kind of talk about it. Let's just talk about it instead of You just wanted to glance thing. over it. And that's what we did. Well, last time we talked, you know, we talked about, we got deep, we talked. But this is like real deal. So um, anyway, we, we started um, recording this after we had already talked, had gone to the conversation a little bit. Of course, I was like. I'm just going to record this, but we're not going to use it, whatever. Yeah. And here we are today, we are. one day later. <laughs> I just think it's, I think it's powerful. I think it's, I think everyone goes through it. So, but what I did tell you is I told you that you had, I said, you have a case of imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know a ton about that, but I've heard about it. So they will tell you about it. And then we just got done reading it right now. And how, how did that make you feel after? It was crazy. Let me, <clears throat> let us share this with you guys. It, it blew my mind. So this is on Wikipedia. This is like a real thing. It's called the imposter syndrome. And it says, imposter syndrome, also spelled different spellings, or fraud syndrome, imposter phenomenon, 
is a term coined in the 1970s by psychologists and researchers to informally describe people who are unable to internalize their accomplishments. (laughs) (laughs) If my mom's listening to this, she'll be like, yes, I've been telling you that for years. Despite external evidence of their competence, those exhibiting this syndrome remain convinced that they are frauds and do not deserve the success they have achieved. Proof of success is dismissed as luck, timing, or as a result of deceiving others into thinking they are more intelligent and competent than they believe themselves to be. Notably, You're so deceitful, <laughs> I'm so deceitful. <laughs> Notably, imposter syndrome is particularly common among high-achieving women, although some studies indicate that both genders may be affected in equal numbers. I would so, agree with that. Did you want... So here are a couple of examples. Um, do you want me to scroll down? Yeah, scroll down a bit. So here, here are a few people you may recognize. This is from Tina Fey. The beauty of the imposter syndrome is you facilitate between extreme egomania and a complete feeling of, I'm a fraud. Oh, gosh, they're on to me. I'm a fraud. So you just try to ride the egomania when it comes and enjoy it and then slide through the idea... A fraud. <laughs> and then this one's from Michelle Pfeiffer. I still think people will find out that I'm really not very talented. I'm really not very good. It's all been a big sham. Kate Winslet. Sometimes I wake up in the morning before going off to a shoot and I think, I can't do this. I'm a fraud. Maya Angelou. I've written 11 books, but each time I think, uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I run a game on everybody and they're going to find find me out. And then Seth Godin. Is that the one? Which one? Where's the other one? Um, I was going to read a couple more. Oh, okay. Not just right there. There are an awful lot of people out there who think I'm an expert. How do these people believe all this about me? I'm so much aware of all the things I don't know. Dr. Chan, chief of the World Health Organization. And then there's one in here about Seth Godin. I, I don't know exactly where it is, but he says even after all the books he's written, he still like, feel, feels like a fraud every single day. If any of you guys know who Seth Godin is, he is definitely... Brilliant guy. Uh, a brilliant, amazing person. So this is something we, we all go through, and we're about to show you a clip. It's next to a long clip. Oh, by the way, today is going to be this Thanksgiving, the day oh, that you guys happy are listening Thanksgiving. to this. So this is a Thanksgiving bonus to you. It is extra long. Um, we were going to edit out a lot of it, but we know it. We want you guys to – our goal is to be as vulnerable as we possibly can, Um which is hard. It's hard. And my trick, my challenge is to you guys as you're listening to it, is try to see the many, many, many ways my mind is trying to tell me to not face my fears and all the excuses I am using that are totally random and crazy and silly. And try to see if you can see those, how my and, mind's trying to get, in, get out of, of facing my And fears. she apologizes in advance for anyone's feelings that she might hurt. She <laughs> didn't mean any of it. <laughs> Basically, any finger I have pointed... Needs to be pointed right back at me. I am completely responsible for my fears, my insecurities, my struggles, and that's the exciting part. And so you do love my family, right? You know it, baby. You are excited to see that. Yes, I am. (laughs) All right. With that, here we go. Multiple times a day, I get people reaching out to me that I am, like, shaping their lives. (laughs) It's really overwhelming. You've heard the phrase, though, when the student student is ready, the teacher will appear, right? Yeah, but I'm like telling them what to do in their life. Yeah. And they're listening to me. Yeah. And I'm going, okay, well, this, these are my, this is my advice, but I feel like at some point I'm going to give them the wrong advice and then they're going to fall flat on their face and I'm going to fail them. How, how would you give them the wrong advice? Like, give me an example. I don't even. I don't know. Do I push people too hard? 
I tell them intense things to do. <laughs> oh. You need you, when you you're listening to the 10x rule by Grant Cardone. Like, like you should listen to Melissa's the emails I've written to Melissa. Yeah, because I just go with what comes and then I read them. I'm like, whoa, that's Tara. Oh, that's like a drill sergeant. What is leadership in your opinion? What is what is like true when you when you look at leaders? Like, what are they? What do they do? I have this internal struggle because it's like. There's this mix of, like, humility and pride, and I don't know what the line is there. You know what? Like, like I was studying today, and I was talking about how, you know, like, the the big ones will be brought down, and those who self-proclaim themselves, and those who put themselves up on a pedestal, and... And I'm like, yeah, but I do. Yeah, but hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to sell myself all the time. Look at look at Christ. What was his example? He didn't have any money, and he didn't have a house, and he walked around. He had all the money in the world. No, he didn't. I mean, he did pretty much. So he didn't need money because he had all the power. He didn't give him money. He did everything for free. I know, but why did he do it for free? We don't. We because if we paid him, because he was perfect him for years. He was perfect though. Like nobody can understand it. I'm just saying, like we we need money. <laughs> like we're different, right? We need money to fulfill our mission. Like I know, but I don't need ten million dollars. You would feel like you need ten million dollars if you were there these last few days. The truth is, if I have ten million dollars, I mean, we make a million dollars every year. Yeah, and we spend like a hundred thousand. Or 120. Yeah. And what do we do? We pay for our kids' events. We, I mean, we live a very... We drive a beat-up car. We yeah. We don't even, like, do I, anything crazy. I just feel confused half the time. <laughs> well, you know what? I like to have a path and move forward, and this unknown is uncomfortable for me. I guarantee you... Everyone feels confused half the time. I know, but I'm telling people what to do. At least they just don't tell people what to do. You know what? That's what all... That's the definition of leadership, in my opinion. Like, they're willing to kind of help tell people what to do or where to go. And that's all people need is a little bit of direction. And honestly, the more I get to know different leaders and different educators and different... Like, they all have different opinions. Yeah, but I feel like half of them are just, like, fake like, my fake... I feel like half the people are just trying to finagle other people. Like who? Any person who has to market themselves has to, like, finagle a bit. Like who, though? I mean, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I agree with you, but give me an example so we can break it down. Like Anybody. Like, we're all just a bunch of fakers. We are. Really, when you got... If you go to those millionaires' houses, they wake up, they've got bad breath and bad hair. <laughs> They eat too much. <laughs> they don't eat enough. <laughs> they're you're, stressed you're, out with their marriages and their families. You're exactly right. They're trying to make money, but then they're telling everybody it's perfect and you should do this. I don't think they tell everyone it's perfect. Well, I mean, some of them, but not... It's perfect half the time. Well, I mean, depends. Sure. Yeah. You, you're right. When, when you have a company and you're, like, marketing your company, you're not going to be, like... 
hey, check out my company. We suck, you know? We, but I, when the personalities that I know on a personal level, when I listen to their Periscopes or their podcasts or, like, Russell, like, I mean, you know, he, of course, when he's selling something, it's different, right? But <laughs> they're very, like, oh, I, feel like I'm just I could tell they're normal lying. people. What's that? I feel like I'm just, like, lying and trying to get people to give me money. What are you lying about? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you have to kind of tell them that they can do it, and it's easy, but it's really not. No, we don't tell them it's easy. Well, we make it sound easy so they'll actually start to try. So they'll be invested enough to actually do something. I don't think we make it sound easy at all. Everybody does. Well. 12 easy steps to, you know. There's you tell them what they want, then you tell them what they need. But I feel like I'm tricking people. Pretend like I have it all together, but I don't. I don't feel like you pretend like you have it all together at all. If we send send everyone an email saying, do you feel like Tara pretends like she has it all together? And what do you think they're going to say? They're going to think I'm better than I really am. Not after they listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're better than you think you are. I feel like I do those interviews and I'm like, hey, (laughs) I don't even know what I'm doing. It's like an idiot. Like I, like, I know a lot of this, but I don't. <laughs> like, I've been around it 12 years, but... Who does Who does know a lot about business? Some people do. I just went... People that are obsessed with it. I just went to the seminar. They're born with entrepreneurs' brains. I went to the seminar with people that are, you know, doing 100 real estate transactions a year, making seven-figure incomes, and very hard to get into, very hard to qualify, and there's this guy who... Goes around and trains people, businesses, on how to run their companies and do these things. And, like, I felt like he was a normal person. I felt like every person in that room was just, like, uh, they didn't even know where to begin. None of them, like, there was one or two of them that had even done this process in the organization. But, like, they were all a mess. Like, and that's without them even, like, being as vulnerable as, as you are being right now. You know what I mean? There's two people. There there are people who don't know what they're doing and go for it. And there are people who don't know what they're doing and don't go for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like It's just hard. It's like comfortable. Sure. When you're talking to one, it's like keeping up the Joneses, right? Like when you're talking to one certain person on a specific thing, yeah, that's their expertise. That's what they know about. So you feel like, oh, they know what I don't know. But like, you know what they don't know too. It's not like... I'm just not a, like a, you know, sometimes you get around these big personalities and they're just like, hoo, hoo, and I'm, I'm awesome, and I do this, and I'm, like, there's this whole vibe of just like, people sometimes, just want to like, yeah. show, and they're like, yeah. oh, I'm the man, I'm funny, and. I know, but that's not your attractive character, even, that's not you. That's not even me, but I have to like, try to function in that society, mm-hmm. and I don't enjoy it. <laughs> like, let me just have like a normal conversation. Who? Like a bunch of alpha males in a room. Oh. <laughs> You're you're still thinking about the about a couple of days ago. Yeah, but I feel like in every area of my life, except for with my family, <laughs> it's always like people gunning for like top spot. It's like oh, well, there's pro, there's perks and quirks. There's pros and cons. Like you love your family, but sometimes you complain about them not like wanting it enough, right? So it's like I know 
that's my problem. It's like I hate parts of it and I love parts of I it. Know. It makes that's, me insane. Yeah. So believe me, I don't want to be around these guys that we're around all the time either, right? How do you like function in that thing? Like they're such strong personalities and I just am like... It, every time someone comes for the first time, every time, even the investors that are very successful... They're overwhelmed, they're scared, they're nervous. I know, but it even happens like in your family. Every time I get around you guys and your big personalities, I'm just like, I'm not enjoying this. Because you haven't taken the, the Colby test yet. Well, what's that going to do <laughs> just for me? Kidding. <laughs> You'll understand. No, just even for Thanksgiving, I'm like, I don't really want to go. You don't have to go? With, it's like... I'd go hang out with the girls, but like I feel like I'm being around the boys, and it's gonna be like time where it's like. Oh, I don't understand what this. you mean. Like you don't have to see my family at all. I know. But I feel like we're just gonna get together and talk about Amy and a millionaire, and you and Jenny, and nobody's gonna talk to me. I'm gonna sit there. What do you talk with your family? No, with yours. You, what do you mean? You're not gonna see me. If, I mean, you see my family. It's gonna be for like uh, to go out to lunch or dinner or something, and that's it. Like done. Pain's over. Well. Like, I want to see him. I just feel like it's still a part of that whole, like, alpha male thing. Everybody's, like, competing for something to say and do. I just can't compete very well. I'll work on it. I'm working on it. It's yeah, hard. I'll tell you that. I feel like everywhere I go in my life, it's something I have to do with my own fault. I take 100% responsibility for it. It's hard. Like, unless you're, like, one of the loud ones, you don't... Get like a say. It's like, oh. All you have to do, Tara. It's hard to compete with that. The only thing. The only thing you need to do, which is a lot easier said than done, is where you struggle, is be yourself. Like, you, your natural. I know, myself is like chill, not like everybody gets together and they just like show off, show off, and it's like. I don't even want to join that conversation. Yourself is chill, but yourself is also funny and outgoing and likes to speak your mind and be passionate and is has thoughts and ideas and goals and dreams and passions. Like, that is yourself. So what you have a hard time doing is sometimes you'll, you'll kind of, like, shut down a little bit. And yeah, that's, I always shut down. I know. So I'm just saying, like... I take responsibility. Okay. I just want to make... I know you it's say you're taking responsibility, it's not but... Anybody's, it's not friends. It's not anybody's. It's totally my own, but... Yeah. It's just... I just struggle in that. Other people struggle a lot more than you realize. I promise. I don't... I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't just have to do it, but... It's hard. Even Doug at the, at the beginning was like, oh, what's going on? And it happens with everyone. And they even talked about it. Like, one of the things they're going to do from now on is when there's a new person, not like you, you know, but like a new, <laughs> they're going to have them, like, have, like, someone who introduces them to everybody and goes around, you know, like, yeah. they say, you know, you have to be like all the time, but like, because they know that's hard. That's what they want to improve is that onboarding type thing. And you got to realize, like, Everyone is overwhelmed because there was a hundred people there. Usually, there's only a third. It's a lot less, and it's still kind of uncomfortable. But you get to know people more, and yeah. but everyone, everyone is asking where you were. But next two days, who? Nobody cares what I do. This you you have this story. You have this story in your head. I'm going to be very direct and honest with you. 
there is, you are like the most amazing person I know. And I'm not just saying that because you're my wife, but you play this story in your head about not being good enough or like people don't like you or what they think. Everyone is trying to worry about what people think of them too. Like you're, you're totally miss like misfiring it, you know, like, like I feel comfortable. Like I start to like shake and I like have to like hold my body still. Like anyone who gets to know you though, thinks you're amazing. It's kind of like Russell said, like, like at the business, like, no one really knows what's going on in your business exactly. Like, it's the same with people. Like, no one really knows or what's going on in your life. Like, people want to be your friend. People want to get to know you. People want to be comfortable, too. Like, if they don't, who cares? You know? I know it's easier said than done, believe me. I get pretty fired up when I feel like someone doesn't like me or yeah, it's like, misjudges hey. me or whatever, but part of the process but you just have to like face it usually I can just hide <laughs> like oh I have to worry about that I'm just gonna hide and make curious but now I have to like overcome it totally I can't just hide anymore so all these funny excuses I've used all these years are coming up to try to get me out of it like you can't get out of it so I just have to let them come up and then go oh well <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> oh, so you're faking. Okay, well, keep going. Oh, so social situations are really hard. Well, oh well. Just sorry. Hey, be in charge of those. Why don't you just be in charge of them instead? Even if you're just really uncomfortable, hey, why don't you become the boss of them? Yeah. Brilliant. Idea. Well, you got to realize, like, when the student is ready to teach a period, like, you're... I hate to say it, but there's a lot of people who have listened to our podcast probably who don't continue to listen to it, right? Like, uh-huh. same with Russell. Like, if people aren't drawn to him, like, people show up to his meetings that resonate with him. The people who resonate with you, who resonate with us, are the ones who are going to keep listening. Okay? So, you don't have to worry about that. Like, and the truth is, like, okay, so even Derek, I talked to Derek, because we asked Nathan Lack of that one question, right? And what, one question? about like how much money he makes, whatever. And he like broke down. the And even Derek was like, whoa, kind of overwhelmed. And then I gave Derek like a resource that he recommended on a different podcast or whatever. And Derek's like, yeah, I think that's way too far advanced for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got this guy who's incredibly smart, genius, who a ton of people probably connect with. And like... I, I, but not everyone's going to resonate with him, right? Well, like, I have an email sitting in my inbox talking about a TV show we're going to network, we're going to take over. I know. I know. ABC and NBC, I and know. 50 million people are going to watch it, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, what's going to happen if, you know, he is trying to speak to our audience? I feel like I have a pretty good feel of what our audience is like. Like, they they just kind of need someone who's who's just kind of been there recently, if that makes sense. I mean, they've they been there. to bridge the gap between, like, brilliant and yeah. lazy. <laughs> like, they've been there a long time, but they've been they, they're new to the internet, newer. They've only been doing internet marketing for a couple of years because I remember when I first started teaching real estate, like, honestly, I mean, now sometimes I get a little, like, 
oh, like I don't have patience for this. You know what I mean? Because I've been doing it so long, and that's why I've kind of let other people film it, and I step up to the more the other role, whatever. But um, I remember I was a lot more patient in the beginning, and I these big guys. I'm like, dude, you guys are you need to break it down better. Like I know what these people are struggling with because I've been there recently, yeah. right? So I feel like that's kind of us. Like we're, we've been there recently. We're still trying to figure it out. Like they're able to resonate with that. Like it, they they feel comfortable. Like and that's our audience. If they if they feel comfortable, they're still with us. If they're not, they're not. Like yeah. you don't have to. You didn't force them to do anything. Like we talk about things we know, and if we don't know, we're we talk about things we're learning or things we want to do. I mean, look at John Dumas. Literally three years ago. He knew nothing about podcasting. Starts a podcast. And now, like, thousands of people are learning from him about podcasting. You don't have to, like, have, like, years and years and years of experience. Like, we're going to create a community if we want. We don't have to. Where people can come together. And we're going to bring in educators. Do you think whoever the the um, administration of a school... The president of a school, do they know about every single subject that's taught in that school to the T? Well, teachers are like that, so probably. No. Businesses? No. No. Okay, I'm talking like like a university. I'm talking about a university. Yeah. No. It's like president, whoever, president of BYU when we were there, right? Like, did they know about, could you have taken them, what's like law and biology, like, all these classes and could they have taught all of them? Like, no, like you don't have to. Here's my thing. You're an artist. You're creative. You're, you're a create, like you can create. I know I'm going to keep, I know we're going to open it. The millionaire university. It's going to be, it's going to be really good. But I just have to work through my kinks. Yeah. And so I kind of work. You work, you go, and then you work through your kinks. Uh-huh. I work through my kinks, then I go. Totally. Kind of like when we were dating. Like, you're like, you're more into it. You're like ready at the beginning. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. And <laughs> you're annoying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just kidding. I said that one time. I should have never have said that. Mm-hmm. But then once I was in, I'm in. You didn't just say it like that. Either. No. But... So I analyze things before I go. So yeah. It's almost like then when yeah, I... me, I just went and now I'm just, I'm trying to figure it out. You go and then you get frustrated after. I'm just trying to figure you out now, Tara. <laughs> what the heck did I do? Just kidding. So I kind of work it through before I've even done anything. It sounds silly, but that's just kind of how I have to work it. And then as I go through it, I'm like, fine and good. And then I work through whatever comes up again. And yeah. Well, it's cool that you're you're recognizing all these things and you're willing to like talk about it and work on it. Like other people would just be like, "I'm not going there." They wouldn't even gone. They would have told them, made up a story about why they weren't going. And mm-hmm. so, yep, there you have it. <laughs> well, it's, I'm like trying to sort through my brain. So, like at the beginning of this conversation, it was about like those are all my fears, all associated with what we're doing and putting myself out there and the new program. And I have about 500 reasons as to why I can subtly pretend why I shouldn't be doing what I really should be doing. And those come in the form of children, motherhood, um, time. I like to use that one. I like to use... I'm not good at it. I can't do it. (laughs) I'll fail. 
people don't like me. That's how I get worked. So what did you say the real reason? Those are all the reasons. Those are all the many reasons. Those are all the, the things. That my that brain kinda, has been going. glitches. You shouldn't bit. be doing what you're doing. Yeah. And you shouldn't make it bigger. And you shouldn't get bigger. And you shouldn't get a bunch of followers. And you shouldn't yeah. get to know these big people because you're not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're, you're worried about also feeling. Maybe you mentioned this. You're worried about feeling like you're like. Your ego, your pride. Or your, yeah, and then, yeah, another one, too, is like, wait, am I just... Am I just a pedestal. Being, you're putting yourself on a pedestal. Am I just being self-indulgent? I mean, look at look at the prophet and Sometimes. the apostles. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do they do? Like, they're on a pedestal, but they, they're they there with the purpose of helping and serving. And sure, we're making money, but... Yeah, part of me feels bad that people pay for us, but it's like... No. The only way we can help no. more and more people is if... The more money you make, the more people you can help. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just shut down. You don't get anywhere. Yeah. Uh, imagine if no one was willing to step up and be a leader and give and help people. And sure, we'll have a little bit of ego, right? Like, we all get a little like, oh, look at me. I'm cool, you know? But, you know, that's the goal. To feel, I, I feel like, just like with making money originally, at first it's like, oh, we got money, we got money. And after a while, you're like, oh. Well, that doesn't, like, completely fulfill you. Just money. I think the same thing will happen with like a platform every while where it's like exciting. And, but after a while we're like, okay, this is responsibility. Right. Yeah. Like, and we do that already, but like, I feel like we'll do it even more. There's a responsibility. It's kind of humbling, like systematize it. Right. Like, I mean, the truth is, is like structure with our tenacity <laughs> to just keep going forward. I mean, we can totally be one of the big influencers. Oh Yeah. And that's what freaks me out. Yeah. Because I'm like... They call thought leaders. I'm having a hard time faking it at this point. But then every person I talk to was like, oh, I never thought about that. Oh, I've never learned that. Oh. That's why I think you're a lot more amazing than you give yourself credit for. It's like, you're looking for all this validation from everyone else, but where are they getting it? They're just making it up too. Totally. Sure, the more we learn from other people, it helps us develop our own thoughts and understandings and way of saying things and teaching and I just feel like I could do so much better but that's pretty much any person yeah, like the only way you're be like I go to an event and I'm like you're not talking <laughs> you're not talking <laughs> I don't I can't think of anything to say <laughs> I'm frozen this is so awkward I'm so uncomfortable right now <laughs> so I'm constantly like you could do better well, it was hard because I'm trying to introduce you to people that I don't know that well. I remember their names or, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, hey, how's it going? This is my wife. I don't know your name. You know what I mean? So totally. it, it made it hard. And it was the first day and it was just kind of like. I'm just supposed to go do that for like a year every day so I just get over it. Yeah, totally. It's the sporadic that you don't quite make Tampa, progress. January, baby. January. January? And Ignite in January. Uh, maybe Tampa's not in January, I don't know. I've had some crazy experiences lately, like, every time I doubt if I'm on the right path, I mean, I get, like, texts and emails, and people reach out to me, and they're like, you've made so much progress, and I just really inspired, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was driving in the car today listening to my favorite, like, one of my favorite church songs, and it I feel like Heavenly Father is so strong he just keeps telling me to just keep going. I'm like, what is uncomfortable? 
like, I need you. Just keep going. I'm like, yeah, but... <laughs> this is part of your... Like, I'm just telling people to make money and <laughs> talk about how great they are. <laughs> a part of your plan. <laughs> so it's crazy how... I feel like I open up a book and it's just like... Information pours into my head and I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah. You're giving people hope. That's what you're doing. You're... It's like I... Faith and some, hope. <laughs> like... Been through some things that have really, like... Taught me some things that just make me believe in people. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that there's good. And that Heavenly Father's good. And they can achieve their dreams. Because I didn't know I could achieve mine. Uh-huh. So it's almost like me being so, like, self-conscious of all that. And doubting. And then overcoming a lot of it. You have to doubt and overcome all those at every level. So this mm-hmm. is my current level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like you, once you start to make a turn on that, he goes, "Okay, now you need to tell everybody else too. They can do it too. It's a big responsibility." You're amazing. Like you've only really been submersing yourself in like this other kind of other than like schooling and then like scriptures and stuff like that and church books. You've really submersed yourself in this other kind of education. An online education for like the past since me. <laughs> yeah, like it's amazing what you already know, and like I mean, you could teach a course on that alone. Like how you've learned so much. <laughs> totally. I was like, I could do the angles I want. Like, be so fun to do classes on like. You can do it every. How you to want. work with your spouse? Yeah. How to? I mean, I could teach. I could do a whole seminar, like four or five days, just on facing your fear. Totally. Be good at it because I had a lot of fear. And the best ways you learn is and by I'm teaching, you know? I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm a much better real estate teacher than I was when I started. So I didn't know how to, I know how to do things, but I know how to explain it, you know? It'd be kind of fun to do like a fear seminar because nobody really does that. And that is like. And, and what would that cause you to do? That would cause you to take your own thoughts. Dude, it's like giving a talk in church. Are we ever, like, truly, truly qualified to give a talk in church? Like, what qualifies us is our, our knowledge, yeah. our experience. I was thinking the same thing. I had the exact same thought. Our relativity. Like, we can relate to people. And then research and practice and studying, you know? I was having the exact same thought today and I was getting ready. I was like, hey, Henry Father does that. He gives us a calling where we're totally unqualified. And he says, hey... This is how you qualify yourself. Go to it. You know what's kind of cool about Periscope? No one looks that sharp on Periscope. Like I mean, that's what I love about Periscope. I'm like, oh, you're just a normal person. Shailene does, but she gets all dressed up and like, you know what I mean. It has her lights and like, you know what I mean. It's like a production. But like Grant Cardone, he gets on Periscope. Like he's just like laying it out there. You know, and it's it's still motivating, but he's just like. One. Who's got your money? You know, it's like, but when I see him on these shows and these other things, like, it's all I'm like, wow, he's sharp. You know, he's a lot mm-hmm. more polished, right? Like, the guy is worth like half a billion dollars. It's like half a million. I'm like, no, a billion. No, Maybe. half a billion. <laughs> 500 million. That's crazy. And it's only because he believes he's passionate. That's it. Like, even they were talking on the book 10X and. Jason's like, you won't learn a whole lot, but it, man, it gets you like, <laughs> yeah, like it gets you like 
just get in there and get it done, you know, make it happen. That's like ninety like percent of what you need. Yeah, totally. Ten percent is info. Yeah. The info's everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. We're in the info age. You have a gift that, like, you aren't giving yourself very much credit for, though. Like. I really do. How does someone. Yeah. I mean, I talk to people. Or I read texts or emails I send. I mean, I have people emailing me, like, hey, can you send me your talks? And hey, can I get some advice? And I just type. And then after I read it, I'm like, whoa. I just remember very specifically. (laughs) I don't know. One day. Sitting on the stairs. And I knew you were doing energy work and stuff, but like, and listening to you. And I've gotten used to it now to where I probably take it for granted, but I just remember being like, what the heck? Like, that isn't, like, what she is saying is like, it's powerful, you know? You are who you are. Like, every experience you have in life, like, that's you, right? Like, what's his name said? Like, no one can copy you because no one else is you, you know? Mm-hmm. So quit worrying about, you're going to keep, sure, you're going to keep learning this and that and the other. But, like, there's so many different angles, so many different, like, sure, you're going to talk to one person. You're going to feel un whatever in- inadequate because you're talking, you're interviewing them. When people interview you, they feel inadequate, I promise. That's true. You're interviewing them. They're talking about what they're best at. They're talking about their genius zone. And you're like... I don't totally understand exactly what you're talking about. I don't really know what you're talking about. <laughs> because it's their thing, not yours, right? Like, but then again, like that's what we learn. So we're glad we don't understand, know everything they're saying. We're, that's what we learn. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's a good point. I'm telling you though, man, good interviewers—they don't know half of what the person's talking about. They just are the facilitator. That's it. Oh, okay. Next question. Oh, that's like, what was nice about interviewing with the people. I was like. We're all just figuring it out. Yeah, totally. I was like, oh. Yeah, how do you think they felt? She was like scared to death. (laughs) Why do we have to be better than other people? It's funny. It is interesting that we do that. We always have to be like. It makes us feel good to be better. Because you you don't know what else to compare to, right? But but yeah, why does that matter? You know? Why do we we care? Yeah. People who say they don't care are just liars. There, there are a few like very just sweet, but those people also aren't leaders. Usually, or aren't they? Aren't usually very strong leaders. They're just they just don't care. They're yeah, just happy just, and content. And it's like I went to jury duty, and there's this woman there that she was like, "Does anybody have any problem with possibly being on this jury, or is there any kind of anything you need to let us know?" And the lady raised her hand. She's like, "I'm just really nice." And they're like, can you elaborate on that? Like these lawyers, you know. I just don't think I could make a decision either way. Because I wouldn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Like she generally is just a really yeah, nice person. Yeah. And I was like, she literally could not decide. Because she knew it would be hard for someone. Whoever. Yeah. So they had to kick her off. Because she was too nice. Yeah, crazy. To be able to make decisions. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, you don't fall in that category. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you are very, you are very nice. You're very sensitive. You're very thoughtful. It's just we're all we all do go about it in a different way. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I was a little sad when I came home, and nobody cared that I was home. <laughs> oh, I cared that you were home. I just barely laid down with Casey, and he's been begging me, and I was like, oh no. Yeah. 
just seemed like it was like a burden that I was on. I know. It's like, I already got in trouble for the credit cards. Like, I called you and talked to you in a couple of days. I get in trouble, and then nobody cared that I was on. I was like, hey, it's been three days. Help. Going, everybody. Okay. I know. We love you. That's why I'm crying, because I couldn't... Usually we have all these chats. <laughs> you were seriously the most amazing person I know. And I know you're not perfect, but... You beat everybody else. We're trying to be better than everybody else. How come I don't see that? I guess I just keep trying to be better, which is what makes me good because I am constantly. I know that's the thing. to this front, if, going get over. Look, if you would, if I would have come home and you would have been just like, I can't do this anymore. It's not right. Then I would have been. That's the old me. That's I that would have been. Then I would have been disappointed. Anymore. I know. Before then, I thought those were real reasons. Yeah. Now I know those are me hiding from my fears. Yeah. So this is amazing. That you, This is what part of what makes you amazing, right? And you would have still been amazing even if you did cop out, you know. But, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. It's like I know too much for my own good now. I know all my lies are just lies. Uh, and I have to, like, do it. But the thing is, like, everybody goes through this. Like, even the... The top of the top. They go through it even harder. Why do you think... I mean, okay, this is a bad example, really, but, like... You look always, like, a lot of celebrities, like... I think the, sometimes the pressure and expectation is too much, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone expects them to be perfect. They've made it... So, they people expect them to be perfect. Like, they're not, though. Well, I'm too they're legit. a mess. Because we don't have TV, and there's Justin Bieber on there. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, you don't look so good. Yeah. And then there's... um Name football player brothers. Oh yeah, it's Peyton Manning. Yeah, and they're just like eating him like crazy. Totally, because Kobe's not doing so good either. Yeah, and so they're like, "Who's better, Kobe or Bryant?" Kobe five to one. Peyton hasn't contributed in, to his team. I'm like, like mean stuff. I'm and these like, are like the best of the best. He's it's... like this really nice guy, really amazing at football. He's won yeah. Super Bowls, like. And he's getting roiked over the coals. Totally. On ESPN national television. And those, you know, those stories go like 17 times a day. Oh, yeah. And the guys listen to every single word and talk to all their buddies about it. Yeah. So yeah, this guy's whole career is being like, chewed up and spit out. <laughs> I'm like, jeez Louise. Totally. What happens when you get up there? Yikes. Yeah, you got to kind of develop a uh, develop thick skin, a thick man. skin and just kind of like. So you really yeah. have some confidence. Is you like, and I, we both really, we really care what people think about us, you know? And I know I do too much. I have to let, keep letting it go. Keep letting it go. It's going to be a process. And the more you do, the more, you will not be able to help the amount of people that you need to help while you're here until you let that go more and more. And I will probably, that will probably play well into like being myself in social situations, being more comfortable because that mm-hmm. will be a big part of it. Cause that's, yeah. that's one of the things that stops me from doing what I do. Cause just do a trigger in your head. Say for every person who treats you mean or whatever, or misjudges you, there's a hundred people that you've had a positive impact on, you know? And so just make it like a yerk. So, Oh, this is wonderful. This means I just made a hundred people's day. The thing is, no one's ever even, like... I don't think anyone's ever criticized you. 
No, not really. And sometimes people say stuff, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> That's kind of rude, but oh well. <laughs> Let's like, keep moving forward. Like what? Uh, I don't know. Just people saying we're kooky or weird or or we push oh, it too yeah. far or oh yeah too long too short. Too... You're getting look. You're getting feedback. Period. I mean, you're getting pretty good feedback considering. Yeah. That's what we got. No, look. If we're not getting any feedback, we're not reaching enough people, right? Even even. Okay quote-unquote negative feedback, but I still see it as positive. People say, once I got used to your kooky personality, it's like, people like it, man. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, like, it's good. I was so glad when that guy didn't show up today. <laughs> I know you were. I was like, dang it. It's like, I know I needed it, but I was like, whew. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were like, hoping that he wouldn't show up. It was so great. It was like, what time was it? 9.15? I was like, yes, yeah, he's not coming <laughs> <laughs> oh man but I knew I needed it so it was like it was kind of bittersweet you got this Tara I got this baby you got me babe yeah we're always every day we're always adjusting and adapting and well changing up it's never an all or nothing it's uh all I have to do is just keep taking a step forward each day <laughs> yeah as soon as I stop and say I can't do it anymore then I'm done Toast. Yeah. So all I have to do is just keep going step. Just know step, that everybody step. feels the same way. Doesn't matter how big they are. Like in a way, they feel like they, get, they call it the imposter syndrome. Like there's a name for it. It's almost like to push yourself out of your comfort zone. You have to like pretend to be an imposter. So you're always somewhat of an imposter because you're always pushing outside, really where you're at. Yeah. To take yourself up there. Yeah. So you're always kind of faking it. And you know, I mean, you're teaching people. What you've learned, what you know, what you, and whatever, like. Well, the truth is, is we're, we're all kind of faking it, but we're all brilliant as well. Like, exactly. All these people I learned from, I'm like, you're brilliant. That was amazing. Thank yeah. you. So I appreciate them doing it. Just uncomfortable for me to learn it, but I'll figure it out. Hey. She go to bed. Bedtime. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you have it. There you go. <laughs> Were you guys able to see the myriad of reasons for why I was telling myself I couldn't do what I should be doing? I mean, it's crazy. All the I mean, I was using my family time, personal finances. I felt like a fraud. I was using your family. You I was using doing. any excuse that I could come up with. And those excuses, if you may have noticed, changed because I was coming up with whatever I could to not have to face my fears. So if you guys relate, recognize that, just remember, don't let the imposter syndrome stop you. If you do relate to this, please share in the comments section. Um, I believe this will be episode 72. 72. So you can go to 8minutemillionaire.com slash episode 72, um, or just go to the website and you'll you'll see it. And just comment and, and let us know, because this is a huge thing, and people deal with it all the time, so the more you can help others recognize that everyone goes through it, um, the better off we'll all be. All right, guys. Well, have a great day. Eat lots of turkey if you're listening to this afterwards. Um, I don't know. Keep eating more turkey. (laughs) (laughs) And we will talk to you all tomorrow with Mr. Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone. Thanks for listening to the 8-Minute Millionaire. For more on how you can become an 8-Minute Millionaire, go to 8minutemillionaire.com. We'll see you there.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.